tuning into roll call. The movie you selected is Hitch. Welcome to Roll Call, the show where two childless millennials and four childless millennials, I may say, uh, gush over movies and follow an actor's journey from their early years throughout their blockbuster hits. Because let's face it, I would like to stay a childless millennial, Merle v. Wade, but I would also like to wander the beautiful yellow aisles of a blockbuster high on Benadryl after allergic reaction. Bria, you already know my cocktail of the night is Benadryl inspired. <laughs> I mean, I so before you got on the call, I melted an otter pop into two shots of vodka. So that's it got and it's a it's a grape otter pop. So it's a little scissorpy, I would I would say. That's basically the two ingredients that is bad though. (laughs) It's true. It's true. This episode sponsored by CBS. Well, everyone, in case you don't know, I'm Bria. (laughs) And, you know, you can't really know where you're going until you know where you've been. And we've heard this twice from Will Smith, from Will 2K and in Hitch. So poetic. And I'm Simone. And Alexa, play Yeah by Usher. Peace up. Hey, town. Gotta do the earwax. Oh, my God. Definitely going on TikTok, just so you know. Viral. Alexa, stop. Wait, what was that one? He's like, did you? This is going on TikTok. Stop it. Wow, Simone, that was really great. Thank you. I've never identified more with a character, I think, in a rom com than I did with Albert. So, not my spirit animal. Albert. That that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I really, I thought you were, I, you could have been Kevin James's character. I think they, they what you didn't know is that I'm actually his stand-in. <laughs> I'm, I'm a stunt double dance coach. <laughs> you were his choreographer. See, Kevin, <laughs> hip-hop. Like, Kevin, hell, <laughs> but make it fresh. Like, wear these overalls and feel it in your bones. <laughs> All right, so in today's episode, we're talking about Will Smith in the 2005 romantic comedy Hitch. So let's take a trip back to February of 2005. It was a hell of a year, let me tell you. So let's get this party started. All right, in 2005, Google's most popular search terms were Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina, Oof. Tsunami, Xbox 360, Brad Pitt, Michael Jackson, American Idol, Britney Spears, Angelina Jolie, and Harry Potter. What a gambit. Right? I mean, it really fits, though. Like, it I'm does. pretty sure you can understand why all of check, these check, were. Check, 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 check. Yes. Yeah. Like, talk about cream of the crop there, right? So in 2005, along with Hurricane Katrina, we also have like another big thing with the London bombings where there were three underground bombings and one on a bus, the classic double-decker bus. I remember I went to Europe in 2005, 2006, I think. And so this was like a big thing. 
And I think there's like a threat at Heathrow around that time too. So uber scary. Um, Carrie Underwood <laughs> won American Idol. So we would not have because he cheats and all those jams. That I will give us, we were just talking. I think, I think it must've been with you. I feel like the other day I was just some social setting. We were talking about American Idol and how like, Oh, someone had a conversation in length about Justin Guarini with me, but that's another <laughs> story. Anyway, we were talking about how like, there's only been like a few successful American Idols. I was like Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson. And uh, if you want to count Clay Aiken, right? Like, I would say Fantasia. Oh, yeah, yes. I need a hood boy, white bees and jeans. <laughs> and then you have a lot of successful non-winners like Jennifer Hudson, who has a fucking EGOT now. Like, yeah, I know. She was in Dreamgirls. And- Wasn't she the Carrie Underwood year? No. I oh, I don't know. She yeah. was Fantasia's year. Oh, okay. And that's when everyone was like, it's rigged because her and another girl, I've, um, ooh, her name is on the tip of my tongue. I can see her short hair, African-American as well. They were in the bottom and people were like, what? They're the best, like they're up there too. But yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, TV classic Arrested Development was canceled in 2005. Like, Damn. I forget that that was like so early 2000s before it came back. Yeah. Like it, it kind of, it's like a weird, like you're not sure where to place it type of show, but you know, it's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that was 2005. Was that Larry? <laughs> um, he helped yeah. produce it, but it was Ron Howard. Oh. So like Jason Bateman and then like Michael Sarah's the kid. Um, Same the- style though as Curb Your Enthusiasm. Same yeah, like weird sense of humor. Like yeah. And it's like all less sunny because they're like all pieces of shit. Lines of Minnelli. Yeah. <laughs> like bizarre characters where it's like, what's happening? Yeah. Never nudes everywhere. <laughs> you got Tobias and the never nudes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like taking a bath. He's like showering. He has like jean shorts on. He's like, I'll yeah. never do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Where will we be without these two websites? YouTube and Reddit were launched in 2005. I didn't I didn't know that about Reddit. Does that everyone was- remember their first like viral YouTube video that they watched over and over again? Um it uh, might be like the Dora dub over like <laughs> Where's like, bitch we go into the party? Like- yes. <laughs> I think drinking out of cups was the first viral thing I that and um, unforgivable. Oh yes, yeah. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. I said, "What you watching, hoes?" Like just the back of it. I said, "I'm not I got some DVDs. Let's go get me some Chick Fil A. A lean night. A lean night. Yeah. I would say yeah. Probably um, unfor- uh, unforgivable. Also, um, I don't know how late this was. Like that kid, the dentist, like, oh, man, I'm going to do this forever. I don't know if that was like the first years of YouTube or later, but yeah. that was a very early internet. Yeah. In the early days, it wasn't even regulated. So it was just like a bunch of dumb shit. Like, Free portal. like I mean, it was made to see a teddy, so. True. <laughs> right. Um, here's going to uh, stab you in the heart real quick. Gas was two dollars and thirty cents in two thousand. What? No, it's yes. probably the time a lot. You're probably like, like I can't get my permit under these conditions. Like Yeah. I remember yeah. when gas hit over three dollars and we were like, what the fuck? Range. <laughs> uh 
Um, and also to stab your millennial hearts and uh, give you a little glimpse into what we were promised. The median cost of a newly built single family home in the United States was $240,000, while the average price of an already built home was $297,000. You couldn't even sniff a tiny home for that much money. <laughs> like, you couldn't even sniff a condo or an apartment for that much money. Yeah, that's true, too. What is what is God that? damn. Um, in, Jan- oh, sorry. in January 26 of 2005, Condoleezza Rice was sworn in as U.S. Secretary of State, becoming the first African-American woman to hold the post. Um, cool. <laughs> and championships this year the spurs the patriots and the white Sox all win the major the big majors and the nhl for you hockey lovers were in a lockout so nobody won anything um yeah so i would take you down to bop culture here i have i don't know if you guys have the doc open but there's a link at the top you little teacher, go ahead, present to us. <laughs> All right. Do y'all see? This? this is great, Simone. Sure. Yeah, this is good. Can you guys see it? Oh, my God. I feel so blessed. Thank you. <laughs> so we have the top 100 R&B songs of 2005. And I'm going to try something different. I want you guys to pick a song that speaks to you that you would like okay. to give a moment to. Okay, well, first of all, ooh, baby, baby, we belong together. We're just saying that earlier. Because right, I, I was earlier, I was on a walk. I was like, and then I hear baby face. I was like screaming it this morning because I was trying to wake myself up on the way to the gym. <laughs> Someone but, was walking their dog and they were just like, they, they, they walked, they, they moved they across, across, across the street. <laughs> <laughs> then I hear baby face. And I was like, that person hates us. Like, so much. probably, but that song I love because it always reminds me of, of you, Simone, because we always would sing We Belong Together. Yes, all the time. Um, I can't sleep at night. <laughs> Um, I also can't forget Candy Shop. Not no, I melt in your mouth, girl, not in your hands. <laughs> I mean, it's iconic. You can have it your way. How do you want it? Are you going to back that thing up or should I push up on it? Um, Temperature rising? Okay. I don't even know the lyrics up. to Candy Shop. Like Dance floor <laughs> jam-packed, hot as a tea kettle. <laughs> Show your um, <laughs> I will also say... Okay, I just saw something I liked. Oh, Soldier. Yes, Destiny where they Child. at, where they at? Destiny's Child breaks up in 2005. They call mm. it quits. So this was our last. It's probably because Lil Wayne got involved and this chaos ensued. Shit. I don't know that story. Who's control? Know. Yes, also, she rock and she rolling. Oh, God then. damn, little mama. And <laughs> the whisper song. Yeah, the whisper song. That song is explicit to the T, and I love it so much. I also, so I was listening to a playlist on the way home, and it was, I selected a 2005 playlist, and T.I. is on there, and this is when we first hear from T.I., like, majorly, Ooh. so that's a big deal. Um, I remember Bring Him Out was very 2005, because, like, yes. I had some friends at the time on the basketball team. So I went to like support them at their game. And they're like, we got to warm up. It was like this aggressive like basketball. They're like, bring them out, bring them out. They're like warming up. Like, dude, dude, I'm like, oh my God, this is wild. I don't yeah. play basketball. <laughs> um, another, another thing that 
popped or popped up on the playlist was like Mike Jones and Slim Thug and Paul Wall. Like the Houston hip hop was definitely like heavy in two thousand five. So uh, those are those are good shout outs. Yeah. So anything else? Let's speak in I I mean honestly, the only artists. I mean, I can't support Ti or Chris Brown. Oh, I don't support. Unfortunately, them either, but... so. Um, and thank you for being an ally on that. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I can't. So. I know you love Ray J, though. <laughs> I get it. I get it. His <laughs> I mean, I did. I did fuck with the album. I was going to say, was I bet lit. you did. The album was actually pretty lit. Right, like, honestly, with me. Yeah, Pretty Ricky, honestly. Oh. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything controversial about them. So, Pretty Ricky, that album was, uh, yeah. I should not have been listening to that. That's also a viral YouTube, well, video thing was, like, guys humping the floor to, like, Pretty yep. Ricky and T-Pain and stuff. And, yeah, wow. as a... Yeah, as a middle schooler, you're just like, wow. I mean, I see Buster Rhymes, I see Buster Rhymes on there. That's that's old school. Like, Touch it. Laffy Taffy. Girl. Honestly, if this is just like what a DJ played at a wedding, I wouldn't be mad. These are all, I mean, with the exception of like get Chris Brown out of there. But like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't be mad at most of these songs that came up. Bops. I mean, three, six, six, Mafia. Mm-hmm. Simone, uh, did you click on the other link? Because I wanted to do something different. Okay. There's the rock top uh, charts, which okay. has some bangers on it as well. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The, best, the best. The best. Of course. Look at this photograph. <laughs> My Nickelback. little email self loved Julie Best Kyle. of You. Feel good though. Feel good ink. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course it's Green Day. This is when um American Idiot came out. Like this is a very, very big popular yes. album that doesn't And then I like that album followed by the You're play. beautiful. The song with another man. <laughs> also Papa Roach reminds us that the the scars, scars remind us that I forgot about that song. <laughs> you know, I fucking went to Ozfest. Oh, and you got uh, skin poisoning. Yeah, sun that's poisoning. when I learned that. He was I, the sun. But I was I had a great fucking time, and, uh, and you were at nineteen when I saw when I saw System of a Down. I was like, oh shit! I saw those motherfuckers live like that year. Yeah, that's cool. Fucking dope. What city was that in? In Chicago. <laughs> uh, that was your yeah. first concert? That was my first concert ever. A system <laughs> of the down concert? Was we were at Ozfest. I was at Ozfest and they were there. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's my emo. That was like when I was like coming in the emo phase. That's amazing. <laughs> emo Joe. And like I haven't stopped ever since. I've just been emo Joe since then. I love that for you so much. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Mr. Brightside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills. Get it, get it. Oh, my God. My Chemical Romance. I'm not okay. Honest. Wake me up. It's us. boy. Fucking. Oh, my God. Three Doors Down. Let me go. You love me, but you don't know who. She holla back, girl. <laughs> uh, 
Well, Kelly Clarkson made this list, and Gwen Stefani. She's a duo. She was on both those lists. So was she's like I get I get that's that crossover appeal, baby. Okay, downtown. Never forget Fallout Boy. Man, this is great. Oh, Rob Thomas, lovely. Bria, what an awesome list. This This is so fun. Like I love this part of the podcast. It's just like walking down memory lanes. Yeah, whatever comes to mind, you say. It's just like we're trying to put you in a 2005 mindset. So, last but not least, we have. Will and Jada on the cover of Essence. I could not find anywhere I could read this article. There are snippets of what they talk about, but I figure maybe by the time we do an episode on their relationship, I will order this magazine and we can talk about it. Um, But they look beautiful, so I put the cover in the dock and I remember seeing this magazine as a kid and I was like, I want this. I want to look this hot with my person and just flawless um so no matter what you say they will always have this essence spread in my mind (laughs) um and then the box office of february of 2005 we have man of the house with tommy lee jones is that when he's like a sorority dad yes okay yes tommy Um, lee jones like from men in black yeah (laughs) good lord Now, Mike, um, you need to watch that this week. Yeah. sounds crazy. Same. You have Son of the Mask, which I believe is Jamie Kennedy, right? Trying to bring back the mask oh, yeah. um, oh. a la Jim Carrey. Not a big hit. Um, we get introduced to Tyler Perry in film. He had been doing plays for a while, and obviously that was the start of his success. But he transforms one of his plays into a movie for the first time with Diary of a Mad Black Woman. And now we can't get rid of him. Um, That's what started then, okay. Yes. So he's he's been on this math. Wow. Okay. In like 20 years. Almost 20 years. It's crazy to think 2005 is like very close to being 20 years ago. I'm ready. (laughs) First thought, that was last week. Like that's not that long ago. And then you're like, actually, math, it's about 20 years ago, like less than 20 years ago. But it's like, it's not five. It's more than, it's more like 20. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I hate it, but <laughs> I do. Um, Simone, I don't know if you know this. This is a scary movie called The Boogeyman. Yeah, it um, it's like along the same caliber as um, like Jeepers Creepers, The Fog, The Mist. It's okay. Yeah. I think The Mist lost me because. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it like ghost pirates at the end that were like coming through like vaporized little I didn't ghosts see that had I like I saw the spider the- part and I gave, <laughs> I gave up. I was like, nah, I'm good. I, I actually Star. never saw the mist because I think you said it was bad. I saw the mist with Scanny with Jeffree Star himself in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm I don't just. Yeah, um, Constant- Constantine comes out in 2005. I'm mad at that. It was a pre post Matrix. Yes, Keanu. Uh, a very young child buff. Hmm. And a DC Constantine. Look, I'm not mad. I'm not even mad at the new Matrix. Look, a lot of people hate it. A lot of a lot of things going on. Keanu. Keanu is a gem. He's a a marvel in our world. He can do no wrong. Put him. In a Marvel movie, I think he should have been Doctor Strange. That would have been that would have been interesting. You know, 
I would appreciate a Keanu Doctor Strange. Right? Yeah. It's been great. Um, Simone, what what's the box office for this lovely rom com? So this I mean, you can't hear Will Smith without thinking summer blockbuster. And although Hitch was not a summer blockbuster, this is a Valentine's blockbuster by all accounts. Oh, this was yeah. released February 11th. Yes. Um, so right before Valentine's Day. But, you know, most couples are in the mindset of going to go see a, a nice little romantic movie. Except so, for you. Except <laughs> for me. Not at that time. Um the estimated budget of this was 70 million that's seven zero million wow um now gross opening weekend was just shy well not just shy opening weekend after february 13th was 43.1 ish million but when we go to gross of us and canada it's about 179.5 million and then total gross worldwide is 371.6 million dollars i'm rounding up but you know what that's pretty damn good made it back made it back in some that is impressive that's for a romantic comedy not you know like a uh, like an Independence Day style movie. You know, I think that really speaks a lot to Will's buying power and staying power. And, you know, we've seen him in romantic roles so far, which we'll talk about next. But this is his first, like, big romantic comedy role. Yeah. Um, And I think that... He's only, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Focus, that's the one he's done with Margot Robbie that's more of like an action movie, but it's I'm thinking that's going to be more along the lines of like Parker, yeah, where it's going to yeah. be like action romance a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and I think so that probably appeals to like, if we're thinking the average couple, you know, that appeals to like probably both sides of the totem pole of what they're looking for for a rom-com so not too bad and according um, to entertainment weekly it's a top three top grossing rom-coms it's number three no shit uh, what's the other top two <laughs> what women want with oh Margaret really <laughs> oh my, no my big fat greek wedding is number one. Oh, okay. oh i like that movie too that's okay. probably i saw that movie. i didn't see that oh god you probably were at the movies in your perspective town seeing this and I was with my mom seeing my big brother's wedding. A visceral reaction to what uh, I'm to Roku though, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is number two. So we'll take that over what women want then. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Um, any guesses before I get into House of Little Raj? Um, any guesses on House what Roger <laughs> Any guesses on what Roger Ebert would have scored this movie? I don't know. He's a he's a little finicky. He's a wild card. Yeah. So I'm gonna go three. Okay. I mean, other people. Yeah, but what do you think, Roger, Roger Ebert? Ebert, I think he's a hater. <laughs> not gonna lie, I think he's a hater, and I'm like, I never agree with him. So I think he probably was like a hater and gave it like a two. Okay. Two out of five. It's out. Of, I think his rating is out of four. <laughs> Yeah, we have that issue before, <laughs> yeah, remember? but it's still half credit, so I get it. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say that he gave it a three. I think he liked it, but I think he's gonna make some sassy comment like, Who, who scuba dives at 7 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I couldn't roll my eyes back further in my head oh my at gosh. his reviews. Okay, so you're gonna say he's guessing it too. I'm, okay. I'm saying he's guessing it too. Okay, yeah, all right. So okay. I would guess the four. You know, that's you guys, that's coming. She'll ask you. Same. She'll ask you next time. <laughs> You're right in the middle. So he gives it a two and a half. Uh, He said Hitch writes tame prescription for Valentine's Day. Um, (laughs) But here's what he says. Hitch, you will have perceived, is not a great cinematic breakthrough. It depends for its appeal on the performances and gets a certain underserved mileage because of the likability of Will Smith and Kevin James, who are both seen with sympathy. Um, Allegra is a sweetheart, too, and not as unapproachable as she seems. But his beef is with Eva Mendez's character, Sarah. He goes, Sarah is the real challenge. As the kind of woman who seems more desirable, the more she seems unobtainable. There is a purpose for a movie like Hitch, and that purpose is to supply a pleasant and undemanding romantic comedy that you can rent next Valentine's Day. It's not a first-run destination, especially with Pride and Prejudice and The Wedding Date playing in the same multiplex. And it's not that I dislike it, it's that it just doesn't seem entirely necessary. The premise is intriguing, and for a time it seems that the date doctor may indeed know things about women that most men in the movies are not allowed to know, but the third act goes on autopilot just when the doctor should be in. I didn't write this movie, and I don't see myself in it, because there's a bunch of minorities in it, so I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Fuck you. <laughs> I actually kind of agree with him, which I think. God damn it! <laughs> when we talk about um, cast and Eva Mendes and her character, I have some thoughts. Um, but yeah, I'm not mad at that. But I think a lot of I think the third act, like he said, is very typical rom com. Like very. they know what's coming. Yeah. But I think Hitch did a really good job in the middle. Because I was like, I know what this... Like, the opening, I was like, I know what this is. Like, I was yeah. like, it's like failure to launch meets how to lose a guy in 10 days. Like Both Matthew but, McConaughey movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so like in the this or that... Oh, yeah, I'm going to give those a four out of four. Oh, man, those are super all-star. Actually, here, Bria, while you're giving your analysis, I'm going to just do a quick peek on what Lil Raj has to say about other rom-coms. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, uh, what was I saying? But, like, in the this or that, like I said, Hitch is kind of both. It is a movie where there is, like, these career people who are very career-driven and jaded on love, but then there's also that element of uh, having, um, what was the other part of it, is when... um, the workaholic is like hotter because she's like less. Oh, the the hidden agenda. So Eva Mendez needs this story and needs the scoop and all this stuff. And then Will is also trying to set up his clients and you know do his job. So those both are hidden from each other. So that duality, I wasn't expecting that part of it. Like I was expecting just him to find someone to fall in love with and challenge his like theories on dating. So. I liked that uh, element of surprise, but Gross. yeah. Um, I don't know if you'll feel vindicated by this, but <laughs> Little Raj gives failure to launch one star, and he gives How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days only one and a half. 
He liked this more than those. Wow. What did he give wedding planner back in the he day? Got he always loved J-Lo. That's he loves J-Lo. I'm really... rom-com, but hey, J-Lo yeah. wasn't bad. <laughs> he gives, yeah, he fucking loves Jennifer Lopez. Hold on. Let me. It's so funny. He's like, oh, he... okay. He gave wedding planner two. So he liked Hitch a half a star more than wedding planner. But I think praise. that's. I, it is high praise, but I think that's because Matthew McConaughey was like kind of a douche in the wedding planner. And like when it comes to like douchey rom com boy stereotypes. Yeah. A little more complicated, but you still hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Love this movie so much. Well, <laughs> since you disagree, Joe, how many pumps of butter would you give Hitch? How many can I give it? Out of four. Out of four. Oh, 10. <laughs> so you're getting a jumbo tub. He's just getting with a bucket all of butter. The pumps. No, I'm just a regular tub and putting that much butter in it. You're so just, you're dipping your there. popcorn in a, t- like a literal tub of butter. Like yeah, you're just scooping like, it. Like most of the popcorn falls out. <laughs> no, Joe is in a of vat of butter with yeah. a tub of popcorn, just mm. like so dipping, like, mm. licking his arm <laughs> in the butter. <laughs> Better wipe off those buttery cum, Bob Go Vegas. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Julie? I'm not going to go that far, um, but I, I appreciate your journey. I would, I'm going to give it, there's a thing. I want to give it like four out of four. I do have like some shit talking notes to discuss, um, just about like some LOL moments because like it's most, yeah. But I would say I give this four, four out of four because I enjoy this movie. So mom comic can always revisit. So I'm saying that like I have some critiques, but overall, do I is it a good rom comic? I'm getting four out of four. Perfect. Nice. nice. I'm not gonna drown myself though. Perfect movie. <laughs> I I think uh I don't know. I think rom com Bria would say four. I think uh Petty Bria is gonna say three and a half. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. No, I get it. And Simone, notoriously not a fan of rom-coms. I can already tell her score is going to be less generous than us. I you hope I'm been. still invited to the wedding. There's uh, a vat of haterade oh. coming in. Beep, beep, beep. Just keep in mind, I mean, when I have to watch these going forward, now that I'm looking at these movies with more of like a critique lens, I'm just looking at like the acting performances. I really can't like judge Will Smith based on the plot of the movie because it's not like he made it. Um, I would give, I think I would also give this two and a half. I really liked and rooted for characters like Albert. And I, I maybe just because I think what like miffed me more is that, um, I don't like it when movies use fatness or sensitivity as like a humorous trait. Um, And as someone who has, you know, like dealt with body image issues and also been, I'm a sensitive person too. Mm -hmm. And I use that more as like, as I've gotten older into like my superpower and not to be like very meta with it. But I, I like that aspect that he just was like, Hey, I'm going to just, do me and he still got the girl at the end um and that made me very happy so i would give this a two and a half it's not the worst you know like oh my god this is so cringe it makes me want to crawl out of my skin rom-com um 
but I don't know if I'll ever find a four out of four for me that's gonna give me that like really good score yeah you'll probably like, never watch it again you're like I'm good if it's on TV, if someone's, you know, like, yeah, I would put it up, but I don't know if I would go, like, seek it out and be like, oh, I'm in the mood to watch Hitch. <laughs> this oh, is always in the mood to watch Hitch. Joe, you know what? Here's here's my deal. I'm going to come out in February <laughs> next year when Titanic's real. <laughs> When Titanic's re-released in digital, Julie, the three of us will go on a date and then I'll watch Hitch with you afterwards because you'll watch Titanic with us. Fair enough. All right. Should we summarize Hitch for those who don't? Yes. For those who haven't seen Hitch, um, Hitch is it was a movie released in 2005. It's a light romantic comedy that stars Will Smith, Kevin James, and Eva Mendes, but we'll go into the full cast in a little bit. Um, it was directed by Andy Tennant and uh, written by Kevin Bish. Uh, the film was released Valentine's Weekend in 2005, overall by Columbia Pictures, but um, pushed out by Sony. Alex Hitch Hitchens is a professional date doctor who teaches guys with low self-esteem how to get the girl of their dreams. He's made a science of studying women, tracing the hidden meetings behind their every word and act and not, you know, just taking it as face value. He insists that his methods aren't deceptive and that they're merely creating opportunities for his clients. And so far, he's created a lot of good ones for his clients. So hitches on the job and raring to go with Albert Brenneman when he shows up. Albert Brenneman, played by Kevin James, Paul Blart Malkop. Um, the goofy, good-hearted <laughs> accountant wants to date the beautiful, famous, and rich socialite Allegra Cole. In the process of trying to set up Albert with Allegra, Hitch discovers his own dream woman, Sarah, a gossip columnist for a local tabloid whose assignment is to follow Allegra's every move. Smitten with Sarah, Hitch soon finds that he needs his own services. Sarah, a workaholic who's been burned by a relationship one too many times and is now a cynic when it comes to men, can ha hardly handle the fuckery that is dating again. So can the smooth-talking love expert dismantle her protective wall or will Hitch fumble every move? This movie is brought to you in part by characters who are named after allergy medicines and cars. You're just going to have to watch Hitch to find out how it ends. Will we have our I love you in the middle of a farmer's market scene with the as in, you know, what, what was that movie, Bria? The backup plan oh, or the yes. guy with the goat cheese is just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Don't remind me. <laughs> no, I like this way more than the backup plan. The yes. backup plan can suck my dick. <laughs> I've never seen the backup plan. You don't need to. You don't need to. The trailer of Hitch, uh, I thought is standard rom-com trailer. Like, yeah. you know, cute, funny moments, the dance moments, and there with Kevin James, the some of the jokes. Um, and yeah, you know, like, will these two, like, get together and hijinks and all that stuff so yeah trailer was good it gave you know some of the what was the line you were saying you're overzealous son of a <laughs> overzealous son of a that 
that's there. We also get um uh is that also in the trailer when we see Will Smith like deadpan like breaking the fourth lens and talking to the camera, or is that just only in the movie? I feel like it's in the trailer. Like he's giving his uh the three like tenets of you know his dating yeah his three rules yeah 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 Uh, but yeah so the cast let's let's dive in this is a pretty nice cast yeah i liked the cast and i mean so like we got the four basic main players we have will smith playing hitch Eva Mendes being uh, Sarah, I don't know her last name, Mila? Milas, I think. Milas, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin James, Paul Blart Malkop as Albert. <laughs> or the King of Queens. <laughs> Sorry, that's true. <laughs> so, he is originally the King of Queens, and that is what, is, that's like why Will Smith chose him, because he thought King of Queens was very funny. He like sought out Kevin James for this role. Um, all we also know that he's like, you know, what, Adam Sandler's best friend, Kevin James? Yes. Um. Amber Valletta, who plays Allegra, the socialite. Um, Adam Arkin, who plays Sarah's boss, Max. Um, a short bit by Robin Lee, who plays uh, Will Smith's former ex, Cressida. Nathan Lee Graham, who, if you're a Zoolander fan, knows him as um, like Jacobine Mugatu's like, right hand man. <laughs> I didn't even connect that well. Yes. Todd, are you not aware I get farty and blow me after a fucking like, 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 Yeah, so <laughs> good. It's just like so erotic and violent, you know? <laughs> so true. I mean, I feel like this film is filled with like little tiny cameos of people that we've seen a ton before. Michael Rappaport plays yes. Hitch's friend or brother-in-law or something like that. Um his face at the speed dating that's in all the fucking appetalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Like, as a cameo, honestly. Like, he, yeah. Like, it was like literally only he was almost background. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paula Patton, this is her first film, um, a.k.a. Robin Thicke's ex-wife. Who was she in the movie? She was the chick he uh, thought he pretended to think was the waitress. Oh, that was Oh, my God. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I was like... Leo point. I was like, that's Paula Patton. She's so she looks so young and fresh in this, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Horrible Bosses the other night, and it's Meghan Markle has a tiny part in Horrible Bosses. She's like a fat girl. Like, yes. Like the queen. Yeah, she is princess. I no. love it. Wow. Wow. Um, but yeah, so oh, and Jeffrey Donovan, who is on burn notice, was the asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, client guy yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah so main cast uh what do we think of kevin james as albert that was a very Simone, you related to him so <laughs> i relate to albert but i'm gonna be honest with y'all i have not seen a lot of kevin james stuff in a besides paul blart mock-up because that movie's like so silly and ridiculous but I respect Kevin James. I refuse to see the movie I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry because I know it's like extremely homophobic. Um, but, and I, I know he's in all of like the grown ups movies like him and Sandler and um, Adam Sandler keeps his friends paid. Okay? They really do. Yeah. I'm um, just saying, Joe, when you make it, I want to be in the background or something. <laughs> 
little extra cash ain't never Open her door. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll be we'll be the extras at the nightclub with our fancy little Cosmo martini drinks. Um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think there's something very like sweet and like Costco dad endearing about Kevin James. He's Costco. just <laughs> I appreciate Hollywood using people that are like non-Brad Pitt looking folks, but can still be like just as funny and just as good as an actor. Um, I know the part like the dancing scene and stuff, the reason why Will Smith is like kind of holding the remote control to his face is because he like couldn't help himself from laughing and that the two of them had a really good time on set together yeah um so i I thought he was cute i liked kevin james i mean i've seen king of queens i actually haven't really seen paul blart except for like memes and shit but um i think he's really underrated and i i wish he would kind of get a shot to like get more solo stuff and maybe not so much like paul blart blart like comedy stuff but like maybe some more like nuance kind of like stuff so i don't know mm-hmm. but i liked him in the um i thought that was like a perfect role for kevin james he was playing like the kevin james character uh all i can think about though when i think here kevin james is like there's some amy schumer stand-up where she was talking about like the differences in like how like there's gorgeous women on camera like allegra in this movie and there's Kevin James and how it's like these men are fucking women like that. And she's like making the example of Zookeeper, which I'm guessing you haven't seen, Simone. I haven't seen it, but it's a Kevin James. Or, or I'm Dawson, familiar, yes. Rosaria Dawson, him working at a zoo. And, and I just all I can do is Amy Schumer being like, Kevin James, why won't you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Rosaria Dawson's not like begging Kevin James to bang her. You're like, so I just think of that. And I'm like, then I start going down that rabbit hole. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it is kind of bullshit, but like the world's bullshit, you know? And Dave's yeah. I mean, that was like one of my first notes, like about this movie, because yeah. the opening of Hitch is like kind of his success stories, you know, of these guys with these women. And I was just like, how convenient that all of these women are like, Tens. Tens. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's not to say that uh like nerdy self-conscious men can't because we definitely see that but it's just like you know it's that weird to me at least like you're you're trying to bat higher than your average kind of thing it's like like he wants this uh like harris type chick right like allegra like this and i'm just like there's got to be like a nice secretary somewhere in the accountant firm, like not not the high dollar client, like way to. And I mean, good for you for like shooting for the stars, you know, but like I think it's interesting that all of his clientele like definitely were shooting for the highest of the high. Yeah, they're reaching for the stars. Yeah, it wasn't like my next door neighbor, Emily, Emily Shy, when I just talked to her. You know, she she's normal. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, Paris Hilton. I think she lives in that mansion. <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, like, if I were to write this movie, I would. You're not that extreme, but. Yeah, I would basically, like, have Kevin James, his character, uh, be in love with Allegra Cole, but also she, like, kind of come off as, like, not a villain, but just, like, very like shallow and you know not not with it and then there'll be another character that's like 
like you said, like the secretary or just like another girl that's like yeah, you're not always their trope. <laughs> <laughs> like someone who's like someone who's just like, yeah, hey, I'm here. Like I I like you too, which is like not not more obtainable because I don't want to say that, but like I get I guess more realistic in that sense. Look, there's I, levels in life, okay? And yeah. I'm never going to be on the level of dating an NBA player. So I know that. Like, I'm just not. It's no, okay. Look at all gay NBA player. Even you, Joe. <laughs> I, too, can get the Kimmy Matumbo. All right. Um, Matumbo out of all people? Hey, you know what? You got to shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot or shoot, uh, baby. <laughs> in the room with him and be like, you're really tall. That's all I got to say to you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what do you uh, think of Kevin James, though, Joe? I, I mean, I think that, I think he did, he served his purpose. I think he, I think, especially in 2005, who else would we replace Kevin James with in that moment? Like, that's, that was the guy. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? This is the antithesis to Will Smith and to everyone else that's beautiful in this movie. Not that, Kevin James isn't beautiful, but like they literally like took a a gamble on like, hey, let's make you the center of this uh, surrounded by these like people these like very socializing. Yeah, these very like different people around you. So it it made sense. I would go for me personally. I would go for like the secret life of Walter Mitty kind of thing. So like I would rather have seen like a no yeah like a Steve, like a Steve Carell type you know, person in this, mm. in this part, as opposed to like, like Simone, like you were saying, like, they were kind of like, kind of banking on the fact that like, oh, he was a little bit overweight and like, da, da, da. I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't really want to see that. Like, let, let's see. So yeah. Well, That's- I think you keep Kevin James. Cause like that representation's great, but mm-hmm. like, uh, don't make that like a part of his like charm yeah. or his character right. that's what you're saying right so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like don't there, play like, fumbling around and like fumbling around i was like oh yeah uh, that's not that 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 part like he's seeing that again and again i was like oh that's that's not cool like yeah yeah and but i also i think that's what was cute about that odd coupling if you will is that allegra was also just kind of like a weird little nerd and you know she didn't mind that he got catch or mustard on his shirt at the next game and yeah was like oh teach me how to whistle or like she also had silly little dance moves and stuff mm-hmm. and um i appreciated that aspect of it that like because this movie could have gone wrong where albert tried to go for allegra and it like wasn't working and then he settles for someone else that might like look or act on his same speed um Mm -hmm. and i think that that's what ultimately plays into that ending message of like the three rules are there are no rules right like there you you never know what someone's going to be into until you actually gotta like listen to them and like hear what they have to say and like yeah. you know talk to them as a person so like, i think that's play, don't play them <clears throat> right exactly and i think that's why i like as a rom-com like it grinded my gears so much that like the first lines of this movie was that this movie was based on an underlying message of 
forget the principle of no means no if a woman's lying to you she's just lying to you you just have to try harder and that's like oh like got me so mad but then by the end i still felt like it redeemed itself in some way of like oh she's not lying to you you just weren't listening (laughs) yeah i was ready to hate this movie at the beginning i was where where i said like you know i oh i know where this is going you know and I watched like that stupid reality show on MTV where it was like uh, those the the hit oh my god the the, uh, the, the uh, what was it called the matchmaker like not the matchmaker it was the um no the pickup artist yeah 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 like the pickup yeah. artist very goofy and like almost like a Chris Angel character yeah mm. and like all the like terms like nagging and all that kind of stuff where it's like if you act disinterested in women or you like do something to get their attention and stand out like they'll like pay attention to you which i'm sure obviously there was he was making money somehow like it works to some degree but it's like initially to me my problem with the pairings that i saw too of like these guys kind of batting higher (laughs) than their average was like there's always the assumption that like okay this is the ideal girl but like i feel like sometimes when you get to know those people you're like damn they're not as perfect as i thought or they're not quite you know who i thought they would be or the i like my dream girl like i had Mm -hmm. pictured and i feel like it's not realistic to not show that like it would have been cool for albert to get to know allegra and have some elements of like, damn, she's human, like too, like where <laughs> she like trips or you know. Yeah, those things. I want her to spill mustard on her dress. Yeah, and be like in. Or for her to have like it. whip out a little inhaler, inhaler. from her purse <laughs> yeah. and be like, "Sorry, I have asthma." <laughs> yeah, and he's so. like, "Me too." <laughs> so and they can cheers things. it. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, that would be one cute. moment of that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we didn't get any moments of that and then until the very She's end like, it was like too. oh yeah i'm a nerd too it's like where have we seen that like we didn't build that up to anything so like we as an audience didn't anticipate this going anywhere and i feel right. like we saw like a little hint of that in the beginning we're like oh 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 that that might happen mm-hmm. you know um i think that that would have been a little bit more obtainable for us yeah um because like oh, okay cool we see it as opposed to like her being like yeah i'm a nerd too it's like <laughs> i yeah see sure. bend over and far on accident <laughs> yeah exactly just anything you know so yeah yeah well so second build speaking of like not getting any hints eva mendez as sarah what did what did we think of her performance Oh, I like Eva Mendez as a person. We all know Six Degrees of Will Smith. This is not their first time working together as she makes a little cameo in the Miami music video. Which he did not remember her from. Oh, what a fucker. (laughs) What a fool. It's a small part in a pretty big music video. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, what a hoe! <laughs> Video vixen turned actress. I I don't know if I've seen Eva. So the the role that I really remember Eva Mendez from is from the other guys when she plays uh, Will Ferrell's wife, and he kills. Oh, I'm gonna go home to my plain wife. Like she's average. She's cute at best, and like that's obviously the joke because Eva Mendez is like untouchably beautiful. Yeah. Um, let me apologize for my wife. She's probably looking like a jump. Yes! 
like, I'm so sorry. Like, don't even look at her. She's fucking heinous. It's like, God, the what? other guys is like, it's like, a, it's like stepbrothers. It's like comfort. Also, Will Ferrell movie, a comfort movie. But I've never seen it. Uh, you need to, so to watch so it. It's I know her from Too Fast, Too Furious. Of course, so. she was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Um, and you know she's also in a you know bunch of other stuff as well. But um, I thought for she played she played the rom com role well. She's a workaholic girl who puts her job first. She's a cool girl that drinks beer at the bar, although she will fuck around with a martini every now and again. A gray goose. Let's be real, martini. I'm like those are the two things I'm not ordering too strong it makes me bloated you know i'm like i just get me slush remarks um i feel like that's one of my least favorite tropes is like i don't have time for this i love work and not to deviate from eva mendez too much um because i thought her acting was great you know she was funny when when the when the time called for it to be and sweet and romantic when the when when it was needed and um you know when um after hitch had had the allergic reaction she like brought him back to her place instead of like taking him to the hospital or whatever she's just like it's okay you can like stay here and she like has this moment where she's like screaming into a pillow because she thought that he left early but then he was actually just getting her coffee like I, I I liked those moments where her guard was coming down. So maybe I'll hold my afterthought of why, what like miffed me about her character, but it actually wasn't her. It was someone else who made her character less desirable, but I'll let y'all finish first. Hmm. Inter- um, Julie, Joe, any thoughts on Eva Mendes? Did you guys talk about her? Did we talk about her yet? No. Um, yeah. I remember when that happened, I was like, I, I didn't understand why she was freaking out. And I guess he thought she was freaking out because was left down. I guess she thought he left. So that's boring. I was talking shit about her for a minute. That scene. Mm-hmm. I thought she played the well, the role well as like a little no nonsense journalist. Yeah, I'm like I don't have time for love, but you know I don't think that she did exceptional or under. Like you know she like I love Eva Mendez. I have no problem problems with her, but it was uh yeah like a the the no nonsense on the grind journalist living in New York kind of girl. Yeah. I mean I think that. This was, other than Hitch, this is the role that I most resonated with, which I know, yeah, with Eva Mendes' character. And I feel like she fucking hit the nail on the head and every fucking, oh man, I feel like I'm just like so, uh, (laughs) You're uh, being vulnerable. Don't tell us why. No, I'm just like, I, I understand like all the like subtlety, things that she hit in the movie I I you know I think she played it very well like it was just it, it felt I resonated with that character the most probably other than Hitch because um, reasons All right. that's fair um, yeah no I thought, I, thought she like played it. It. I I fucking love her performance I love the movie <laughs> 10 10 butters out of, out of four. <laughs> soak, soak that 10 pats of butter. butter soak that butter up uh, pour the TV into the butter. I think that we're uh, we're good. No, I no real real talk. Like I, I really really enjoyed her performance. I thought that um, yeah, I thought that she she fucking sold everything. That there was no there was nothing contrived. There was nothing like 
oh, okay, she's just playing this part, like, da-da-da, okay, she, she's going to go out with this. Like, nothing felt fake about this movie. And, like, Ooh. that's why I love this rom-com, because nothing felt unrealistic. Like, I feel, I, I watched so many other rom-coms, and I'm like, Jesus fucking hot sauce Christmas cake, this, I want to fucking, <laughs> like, throw myself out of a fucking 10-story building. <laughs> like, and I don't, but, like, you know, like, I don't relate to anything else. And like this, it feels real, but I don't know if it feels real because it's like feels brown and like I relate to it, but mm. I I just, I resonate with these characters and there's so much, there, there's so much positivity in people of color and I just, I get it, I understand and I just resonate with it and it just like, it gives me life. So I, <laughs> I love, I fucking love this movie. Oh boy, I feel like I'm gonna ramble. What was that? I said I feel like I'm about to ramble oh, about this. Um, I I agree with Joe. I actually do resonate with the character of Sarah probably the most. Um, definitely, especially when Hitch is like talking to her and is like, "You're doing all this stuff to try to like." have this guard up but I see through that and I'm gonna shoot my shot anyways I was like oh like I kind of do stuff like that where I'm like I don't really want people <laughs> bothering me like so um but I will say too to point out that as you talked about brown people and people of color in this film this role was written as Caucasian and um they did not want to cast a black woman opposite Will Smith. So their safe range was Latina. Mm -hmm. And also Jennifer Lopez turned down this role. So I could have easily have seen her in this. The whole time I was just like, Carla would have killed this. Like, and I feel like my bias just reared its ugly head. So I want to acknowledge that. Get your pitchforks out, get your, your torches but I, I do think that J-Lo probably would have done a smidge better in this role compared to Eva Mendez because I think Eva Mendez is your quintessential hot chick. Like, and we talked about this during J-Lo season. Like, J-Lo, obviously gorgeous, uh, babe, milf, all that stuff. But, like, you can kind of scale her down to, like, the boho, quirky art chick type, right? And Eva Mendez, I didn't buy her, like, band t-shirt beer drinking, like, girl. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I can tell, you know, they're trying to make yeah. her, like, oh, I'm too cool to, like, care and dress up after work to go to a bar. And I feel like her inner... And, too, I, I was like, I know I like Eva Mendez. I know she's hot. I know that, like, when her and Ryan Gosling got together, I was like, oh, my God, they're fucking, like, what? Too much hotness going on. And so, a lot of hotness. Yeah, so seeing, like, paparazzi pictures of her, like, in a baseball hat and a sweater, like, she can definitely, like, just be, like, chill and normal. But it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, the 2005 styling of it and everything, but I just felt like it was... The styling of her was like too all over the place and too hard for me to buy into that part of her character. But um, I don't think her performance or anything like that was bad. She had great chemistry, I think, with Will. Like they seemed very believable. And I think that's the most you can ask for in a rom com. But god damn it, my J Lo bias was just like, you know, Jennifer Lopez would have been great in this, right? And so. I I think too what adds to that is that but at this point by two thousand five, Jennifer had had a few rom coms under her belt. So she knows that formulae or formula 
pretty well and I think would have been able to adapt to the role pretty well and like kind of make it her own quirky self um before 2005 um Eva Mendez was in a couple of music videos um but also was in like Too Fast Too Furious she was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico she was in Out of Time Stuck on You um in Training Day all about the Benjamin issues in training day, day. Exit wounds, yeah, yeah urban legends final cut like you but know she's like, always like that like hot girlfriend you know she's not like I, so, know it. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't until she was in the place beyond the pines where i saw her that which she also did with ryan gosling where she yeah. was in a very lead role um but yeah i i, I agree with you bria but it's hard not to take the j-lo hat off and be like ah this could have been we could watch this twice. Once for JLo, once for Will Smith. I keep manifesting that they'll work together. So It'd be like, fun. Um, anyone else? I mean, I thought the guy who was like a dick, um, Vance, played by Jeffrey Donovan, was very on point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the tertiary characters. Dick. Yeah. Um, here's who I had an issue with, and this is what I was going to say earlier. Um, Adam Arkin's role, who plays the boss, Max, um, I think has the most toxic relationship with Eva Mendez out of this entire film because one second he's like you need to take a vacation ever heard of a beach and blah 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 you're a workaholic so then she takes a night off and goes out on a date or like drops her phone in the fucking hudson river um and then misses one opportunity to get a shot of allegra and he's like i can't believe that you would do this and you you (laughs) took a night off and he was like so mad and that she was getting punished she's like you better fix this you better follow her you better like write your story whatever whatever and then she takes hitch on their little seafood date excursion with max and his wife and then he's like oh it sounds like a date to me and i was like oh so she's not allowed to date like you want her to get the story but it just so happens to like possibly be with something like so i felt out of every relationship in this movie the relationship between sarah and her boss max was the most toxic one and i'm like for being married to a psychologist who supposedly like psychoanalyzes people with everyone they meet when he's like you need to let your guard down that's what my wife said when you had interactions with people that you're too high strong and blah 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 and i'm like fuck you dude you are like stringing her along the entire time and it's like, what do you want? You want her to write a story? Do you want her to live your life? That's I, true. That really bothered me. Like, no wonder she's a workaholic because he probably kept her in this, like, super, um, like, love-bombing relationship <laughs> where she felt like she had to stay and, like, please him or whatever. Yeah. Because you know why you say that? And it's funny because I noticed, too, and she's like, he's like, what are you doing? Have you heard of a beach? Like, you're on vacation. She's like, well, actually, I got this. Lead. He's like... <laughs> Did someone say promotion? <laughs> yes. Uh, like, it reminds me kind of of, like, a weird daddy-daughter relationship where you're, like, constantly trying to, like, please that, like, father yeah. figure person of, like, oh, this is what's going to make you happy. And, oh, man, it just, it was achy and weird. Yeah, yeah I'm like, what the fuck? Like, take a lane, bro. Like, yeah. you're yeah. home. That's a good observation. I didn't even like I didn't like him, especially when they're at the food uh, 
event thing. But yeah, that's a good observation. Someone we didn't talk about, though, is the girl who broke Hitch's heart in college, Chrisetta, played by Robin Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous actress, seen her in things like Deliver Us mm-hmm. from Eva. She's one of the sisters with Gabrielle Union. So six degrees of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked her and there's a deleted scene with her that like, I get why they deleted it, but it would have been cool to see her pop up again which yeah that's what that deleted scene is but shall I, we move on oh yeah oh i was gonna say i love that like when will smith was like oh in college i was like so awkward they make him ugly by putting glasses on him <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy how easy he was able to kind of go back to like his fresh prince made in america yes. like form of like the high top fade and the overalls and stuff. I was yeah. like, oh my god, we know who this we is. We know like. this person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, let's talk about Will and just the movie and all the things. So Yeah. You know, I thought that like as silly and stereotypical of a romantic comedy as this movie is, Will Smith is very smooth and very funny. Like if he came up to me and approached me at a bar, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you can send me a walkie talkie and we'll have a conversation. You know what this is? This is candy in movie form. (laughs) Yes. Like I, I listened to that this today at work and I was like, oh my God, this is just like Hitch. He's just like smooth talking and, you know, talking to a lady. And so. Um, He will smith his way through this movie, but in a very, like, I feel like sexier, mature way than we've seen him. And for sure. not not so much in the like sleazy Mike Laurie way where he's like, I know I I know I'm the shit. Totally. He, he was still vulnerable and had, yeah. Yeah. Especially especially the uh speed dating scene. I was yes. like, Oh wow. Yes. But yeah. Um, Joe, I know unfortunately you're gonna be leaving us soon, but I really before you do, I do wanna hear your thoughts. There's something I think you should touch base on. I mean, shit. I'm so is this the same year that 40 Year Old Virgin came out? Let me re- let me fact I check that. I think 40 Year Old Virgin is either afterwards because I did see someone. No, 40 Year Old Virgin was 2005. Shit. So it's a little after, isn't it? Because like the waxing scene, I know they were like waxing, oh. speed dating. Oh yeah, 40 Year Old yeah. was released August, and this was released February. Yeah, so there was a lot of similarities that I I noticed when it came up, and I was like, oh shit. This is 40-year-old virgin, but like more serious in rom-com. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's interesting that they went there because I I love 40-year-old virgin and I love this movie. And I put those movies together and I'm like, God damn it. Like, what what is going on? Like, did this movie rip off that or did that movie rip off this? Mm. I don't know. They came out the same year. It's just Hollywood. Yeah. They could have both uh-huh. had like secret spies. <laughs> this I mean, is yeah. working. I think that's like, cool. Like the will be funny this year. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, in general, like the reason why I love this movie so much, like I I idolized this movie for my, my college years. Like I literally bought the same clothes that Will Smith was wearing as Hitch. Like straight up. Like Julie watched this movie. She was like, that's you. Like, literally, we watched this movie. She was like, no, that's you. I thought you based off, like, being, like, a, a, a single man. Yeah. Like, in, in my, like, dating, like, 
era, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to base this character and like adopt his principles and like be him. And so it was weird. Like, as I always looked up to Will Smith, like he was the reason why I started acting in general, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I know the slap happened, like whatever, it is what it is. (laughs) That's that's not what I base my principles on, even though I'm from the hood and like he got some credit for that. Um, But like, (laughs) but um, no, like in general, like, I, I love this movie so much because it kind of made me grow up. I don't know if that makes sense, but like it made me like excel from like being in Flint and being like a fucking hood rat and being like a fucking like ratchet, like fucking dude to being like, oh, like let me change clothes and go. Let me fucking like step my game up. Let me fucking like put on nice clothes. Let me put on like that. This is why representation know. matters, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it just, it just made me like, step step it up into yeah. a different into a different era so like this movie like meant so much to me and i know it's like it it probably doesn't seem like anything i don't know just like it probably doesn't seem like a lot <laughs> to other people but like this is like my shit like i fucking really love this love i love this, this fucking movie <laughs> much. i feel like it sounds like it gave you like aspirations to like an alternative versus maybe like what you were seeing in your neighborhood and surrounding like up close by you you're like hey this is possible yeah i was like okay cool i can be like this as opposed to being like pants sagging fucking grill like you know what whatever like and that that's a different aspiration yeah and i don't knock that either but i was like i need something outside of that and i was like oh wait this yeah and I lean into it like <laughs> full fucking on. And I still, like, I look back at the movie and I'm like, I remember. Like, you like smile like the whole movie, like looking like it was like. Aww. Aww. Like, between this and the fucking Usher, you don't have to call video. Like, it's so I, I literally bought every single outfit that like to to it almost to a T. Let's, let's talk about the fashion real quick because 2005 the year of the button up and the t-shirt like yes. like you said usher you don't have to call yeah that video he has basically this fit on with the 8tl cap you have jay-z who definitely put that on with his like businessman attire like i'm thinking dirt off your shoulder you know stuff like that so this yeah this fashion for the guys at least even kevin james was rocking the striped shirt with the Mm -hmm. t-shirt underneath so i was i i I liked the male fashion in this movie a lot more than i liked like eva mendez his clothes yeah they're pretty basic and just like tight and hot but it's like unless you like unless you're even mad that shit ain't working like, you know, or like her boring like blazers and skirts like i was like mm-hmm. oh. like the skirt with the pockets on the butt i was like oh on no. the butt yeah <laughs> like even in the, the hitch like the the background that you have like yeah. i had that outfit like straight up Amazing. i was like oh I got nice that. little velvet blazer, huh? Velvet, I had the velvet blazer. I was like, I went to Express. I went to Banana Republic. I was like, all right, I'm going to need to match this up with this and this. And they were like, okay, that's a very specific look. Cool. Did anyone ask me, is this based on the movie H? They did not. <laughs> I, mind. I knew, like, even, like, the, the velvet brown blazer that he had, like, little, uh, like, it was, like, tan. And, yeah, like, it's corduroy. I had, I had yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what 
Kevin James in his leather jacket at the Knicks game. I loved that look. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have a Hitch costume party and just relive (laughs) some of that. I love that. Honestly, (laughs) yes. You're speaking my language. Also, I personally, I always love looking at Will's haircuts. And this is the first time we get a non-fade, like, short waves Will. He's rocking kind of like a mini texturized fro at this time. Mm. And I really liked, loved this hair on him. Like, I remember the Essence cover and, Mm. like, that all of it. So, like, seeing this in the movie, I was just like, oh, man, he was really something at this time. Like, look at him. Yeah, he's very handsome. And, you know, always has, like, the little goatee and facial hair and stuff. And It's the only thing I can't grow. There was was a point, oh, when he was at her door, his hair was glistening. I was just, look at his hair just, like, twinkling in the... (laughs) Literally, like, oh... Yeah. Oh. So close. That's what I thought, but I was like, I don't also know. silk smooth, just, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's awesome, Joe, because I think we mm. don't often hear like we. I I feel like I don't often hear like I hear people and I see people talk about diversity and why it's important, and I definitely hear women talk about like that, but I don't think we hear men enough talk about mm. diversity mm-hmm. and why it's important and how something like a hitch is a small step for like black men who are just like, yeah, you know what, I can rock a blazer and treat women with respect and that's not corny or that's not like terrible or soft like that's decent like that's not bad like i can aspire to that even if it's a small piece of hitch like you don't have to ditch your grill like but like <laughs> you know maybe when you do go on a date throw on a button up instead like exactly you know the like, grill's how he got me i'm hey. like <laughs> I don't have a grill anymore. No, no, like I mean, honestly, real talk, like that, and it was it was like literally like that transition with that, and like I mean, call Jay Z what you want, like it is what it is, but he had the song "Change Clothes and Go." I love that song. Literally, I was like in jerseys bigger than my life, like all the way down to my fucking ankles, and like throwbacks and like all like. They used to call me Jersey Joe and like fucking like, like that, was, that was a nickname. You're looking like fabulous out here, huh? Yeah, like literally, I I, look, I went from like looking like that to being like, all right, cool, button ups or like fucking button downs, like blazers, like hats, like that. That was just like it. So you know that that kind of like I don't know, just like in my mindset that made me go, okay, cool. I went from like being in high school, transferring to a teen, to transferring to an adult. And that kind of gave me life in that in that regard. And like, it was like black men showing me, hey, this is how you can achieve uh, greatness. And this is how you can achieve, like, you know, like you can transcend to this. Yeah. Want to. And I was like, okay, cool. This is how I, this is how I, I grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? From the block to the boardroom. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you want you want you want to ball out. Okay, cool. This is how you ball out. So yes, yeah. Oh, great. Let's Sleep talk in. about some plot points of Hitch. Like what 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 were some faves? Some Julie, you have some complaints, some critiques, right? Some so. complaints I have. They're just like stupid little quotes I wrote. Um, <laughs> 
Um, this is like very out of context, but I wrote down, I'm still rich, LOL, from a life. <laughs> <laughs> when she's at the boardroom, she like flips through a couple of pages of numbers and she's like, well, I'm still rich. <laughs> okay. Um, but the Ellis Island moment was creepy. Um, I mean, I'm just a little more guarded. If someone like Googled my, myself, like if you Google me on a first date, you probably should. Like I would, I'm probably Googling you, but like, yeah. Um, but don't tell me, like, I Googled him. But, like, I want to kind of tell him I Googled him. I think I'm, the only I'm thing... I'm not saying Google me, but... Yeah. I think the only thing that was weird to me about their Ellis Island date was that they didn't change out of their jet ski uniforms. And so they're just, like, wetsuit walking <laughs> through this historic museum. For like, me, uh, as, like, a textured person... I would be like, you. I need to get out of these clothes right now. I'm kidding. I thought her reaction was weird. That threw me off. I thought she was going to... That's when I, I was tripped off a bit because, like, her reaction... Like, the way she cried, I thought she was going to be one of those, like, weird criers or something. Yeah. Kind of. And I, I, there's something worse than this, but I'm thinking Cameron Diaz in The Holiday when she's, like, trying to cry. You know? <laughs> and yeah. so that threw me off, and I was just like, oh... Like, that was the moment where I was like, oh, okay, she's not, like, this perfect, like, ideal. Like, there's something off about her. Like, she has some kind of quirk that, like, we're not prepared for or something. And right. uh, I wasn't expecting, like, the my granddad was a serial killer twist. Like, I, Okay. And also, <laughs> we didn't, like, focus on that long enough. We should have, like, backstory montage about her, like, murder. Yeah. She All cries, right. and then one scene later, he's like, I didn't know. I had no idea. She's like, yeah, it's just a weird, like, dark history from our family. Yeah. <laughs> was, Sorry, but, yeah. like, 7 a.m. date, no way in hell. Like, if you're going to ask me to go on a date at 7 a.m., we're not going to be together. I don't want to be Yeah. Like, how dare you ask me to go at 7 a.m.? I did note that I love walkie-talkies, though. I, love I was going to ask how y'all, how would you feel about that? I thought that was pretty cute. 7 7 a.m. No, the walkie talkies. Yeah, I'd yeah. Be like, my oh, question was the range. <clears throat> what? The range of the walkie talkies. I was like, I feel like they're too far apart. That's not realistic. But he was outside the building. What okay. a stalker! What a stalker! <laughs> that was a little creepy. Yeah, you could tell him where she worked. Like fuck. And then like the other options. I'd be like, if I found the date was at 7 a.m. on a Sunday, I'd be like, okay, can you tell me the date? the times of the other dates <laughs> the other options yeah so that's why the dude stayed there because he had multiple options he I had multiple gifts i think Here's i think he even meant which i thought was dope because he stayed there like the reason why i was like why does the liver dude stay in there and i was like oh because he's waiting to figure out which day she's gonna commit to yeah and i was like okay that's legit that's some yeah. ball. So you should do that sometime. I like, have a three way. Like, someone brings me a thing, I pick, and then they bring me out there. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, cool. Here you go. And that's he's like, you chose Sunday. He's like, what the fuck? I'm signing off on Sunday. Let's go. Yeah. And then she was like, what would I've gotten if I chose Friday? <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, right. that's the crunk. That's the crunk. Welcome to life. Yeah. You gotta figure it out. I'm like, I'm gonna have to return my wetsuit because I'm not getting you at six to go anywhere. Yeah. Also, why didn't her wetsuit not have sleeves? Sexy baby. That's what I thought too. I was like, I would be cold. And she took a full ass, full ass dip in that Hudson River. Now, we're not going to obviously talk about like every single plot point 
you know, scene for scene. But if you are interested in hearing a podcast that does that free promo for no more late fees, they covered Hitch in their second season. I didn't and know they did Hitch. Oh. oh, it's so funny. And I did the no-no because I was thinking of like, okay, maybe I'll listen to that episode after we record this one. But Danielle goes on a tirade about how dirty the Hudson River is. Well, yeah. And like the part when he was just like, oh, a diaper probably got stuck in the engine. It's probably true. Like Hudson is dirty. Yeah. I'm like that's 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 young Samuel's forearm. He even yeah. <laughs> Well, and Eva Mendez's interview, she's like, you know, the physical comedy was fun. It was great getting kicked in the head. Not so great being in the Hudson River. <laughs> like yeah. She, Hudson River. She, yeah, she pointed that out. Oh yeah. sure. I'll have to listen to their episode now that um, it's I've watched funny. it. Oh, and two more comments I must say. I loved his like, <laughs> let's paint the ceiling thing. Like, for Oh, movies. the Michelangelo. Yeah, I like, that got me ready. I'm like, we're here. The movie started. Let's go. Yeah. So I appreciate the dachshunds in the end of the movie. I thought about you, the little weens. Oh, like a baby weens. I think that was a good meet cute, except for the whole like saving him in front of the taxi thing. I was like, come on. I was like, extra. Building them properly, they really bad back problems. So if you can aggressively, <laughs> you're an animal killer. Yeah. Good job, John. Yeah. Also, did he adopt that other dachshund for that one person just so they had something to talk about? Yeah, and then he abandons it by the Hudson River for a prank. Like, it's not cool, Will Smith. He abandoned it? The, the female dachshund got abandoned by the Hudson after the movie. Oh. Jo- yeah. She's joking. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I what messed up. Part? My question was like, was the female ween? adopted just for the sake of the prank. I think so. I mean, if he's well, buying like tickets to like art galleries, I mean, obviously like his clients are the ones that it. will pay for it, but like it all also, also begs the question, how far are you willing to go for like your crush? <laughs> like I brought you this dead body. Like, whoa, <laughs> God, what is enough? Like, why are we here? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would do any of this for a crush. I'm just like, you don't like me, you don't like me. Movie. I'm like, that's really sweet. Like, I, I trust my movie slippers with my feet, but like, not like that. Like, don't show up at my work. Don't like find out where I live. Don't call yeah. me my number. Don't be like putting Tamagotchis in my purse. <laughs> I do have two questions for you. Question number one, would you go jet skiing on a first date? Um... Yeah, but not 7 a.m. Okay, like, not 7 a.m. Not shit at 7 a.m. Okay. Like, mm. you can fucking fuck off. It's, my, it's you want to have a first date with me. I'd be in a good mood. I will not be in a at 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, For me, it depends. Because now I'm like, you know, that sounds very serial killery. Like, you know. Oh, easy to the, hide the body in the Hudson. Right? So. Rhea, you and I have also just had bad experiences with water sports. It's a no for me, dog, on that one. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, immediately, I was like, yeah, because jet skiing sounds fun, but, like, maybe middle of the day where it's crowded and other people can see us, like, not at 7 in the morning where, like, you know, no one else is, like, I want to jet ski today, like, so, no. Yeah, like, is there yeah. people in the ocean? I can't swim like that anyway, so, I mean, you have a life jacket on, but, like, 
not my top of the list of a date. <laughs> yeah. Um, second question is, do you believe in the kissing rule that the first kiss tells you all you need to know about the uh, relationship? No. no. You don't believe in that? No, I even I told Joe that. When I saw that, I'm like, I don't think our first kiss defines shit. You no. Know? No. Let's talk about the dating like tenets Hitch has in general. Like, okay. do we agree with a lot of his uh, philosophy on dating and women? You ain't on that. I mean, I would say, I would say that's that's a no. I mean, I think they're. Uh, it depends because, like, I feel like for the person who is not the extrovert who is like. Okay, we also wrote down. We also wrote down together. It must be very hard being an introvert. Yeah. Like, um, because we're like watching, we're like, oh, this like this must be really hard. Like to because like yeah. to not be outgoing. Yeah. Or, like not be because like I've never not been outgoing. And so I've never not had that. And then like I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute, what would it be like to like not be extroverted? Fuck. <laughs> and like that's and so I will say having a guideline for people who are not like, oh, let me follow my instincts. Let me follow my my guidelines. Let me follow this. It's like, hey, you can do this. Because I mean, I even have friends that I'm like, hey, man, be ambitious. And they're like, what the fuck does but that, that mean? Isn't me extroverted and I'm like, bitch, how do you not understand what being ambitious is? Capricorn. Um, <laughs> but like, yes, yeah. yes and no. Yes. Well, like, yes, that can, like, having a okay, guideline. Well, that's the point. It's like the dentist system. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> Do him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, like, no, like, I, I feel like for people who see this movie and they're like, wait a minute, this sparks joy. This sparks this. This sparks that. Great. Do you, boo boo. Like, go on, go on the apps. Do all the things. Don't shit on the apps. Be on the apps. Huh? We've been on the apps. I'm not shitting on the apps. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not shitting like, on the apps. Don't be saying that. No, I'm not shitting on the apps. No, no, no. But, but I think you have to do that with purpose, too. I feel like right. the dating culture now is just like, I'm just cast this out here and see what happens. And right. It's like, if you're if you're not actually like focused on, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what I, I am. And if you're not in that, like... I, I like I like the fact that he was like, especially when he talked to dude, he was like, look, if you don't even like the girl or if you just want basically real talk, real, 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 no, yeah, real guy. talk. It's like if you're trying to fuck that, I'm not here for that. Yeah, I'm here for hooking y'all up to set you out for life. And that's on you after that. And that's and that's what I felt endearing about it. <laughs> and that's where I was like, OK, cool. What whatever he's about, he has morals and they you know, went to his past and saw how he went through the thing. But I was like, no, he has morals. He has guidelines and he's not trying to like hook up the douchebags. Which I was like, yeah, like we are on the same fucking page. Yeah. I think Um, that's a good redeeming quality that he has is that he clearly does have moral codes. He does have a standard when it comes to picking clients and that he does typically root for those like underdog introvert kind of characters, because obviously we know the extrovert Vance asshole type characters, they can still get it without his assistance. And there's, you know, it's like these like privileged dudes that like don't take no for an answer will still end up getting something um, versus 
I think of that trope of like nice guys finished last, like yeah. the nerdy guy in a fedora kind of thing, but <laughs> um, who are also equally problematic because they think that they're entitled to having a girl just because they think that they're nice. Um, but that's not what the people that Hitch helped were like, um, it, that he just kind of created these mere opportunities for them to meet. And he even called Allegra out at when, when he was on her yacht at the end and was like, would you have noticed him? if?" otherwise and she's like yeah maybe i don't that's know right. <laughs> and eventually because and she realized like oh that's right like it, it, he was there the whole time <laughs> like going back to that that uh, basics yeah. but um but yeah i i think that that is what makes this movie redeemable is that he's not completely sleazy he has moral code yeah and i think too that like i don't think this is probably leaned into enough like obviously but he's a hopeless romantic like yeah. he's not like just say this to say this like i think he actually believes in like clearly his dates with uh eva mendez like he believes in wooing women so like his first basic principle is like no woman wakes up saying god i hope i don't get swept off my feet today and i think leading with that is great because it's like doing the little unthinkable things are going to get you a lot further than just being like, hey, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, wow, like, I, I like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and putting in effort. And I think that a lot of women appreciate that. Like a lot of people I know who like maybe having intimacy issues with their partner, it's not like because they're not in love. It's just like, you know, there's a lack of those moments of like inspiring that love and being mm-hmm. like, you know, like, yeah, I like you. Like, let's do it. Like some people start looking at their partner and they're like, oh, I had to nag him to take out the trash or like, oh, he was again. Yeah. So like sweeping a woman off your feet, like reminds her of like, you know, like, like they always say, like, you have to date your partner because you don't want to lose, like, those aspects of your relationship. And it's just, like, routine and just, nah, okay, here we go again. Hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> you're here. I'm here. Cool. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, what's what's his other tenets? Um, also, um, I wrote down that Joe referred to Allegra as a bootleg Cameron Diaz. Oh, totally. I see that. Absolutely. She yeah. actually, I think, was in the running for um, Sarah, too. Maybe. Cameron Diaz? I saw something like that. For what, too? For um, Eva Mendez's character. Oh, no think. way. Interesting. I will, touch on, I will touch on the fact that, like, I don't think that J-Lo would have made this movie a la Will Smith making The Matrix. I think it would have been that same parallel, whereas... I, I personally, I think J-Lo is a, a fantastic person, human being, <laughs> this and that. I think she would have ruined this movie for me. And I think that Will Smith would have ruined The Matrix for me. I think that's a reach. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like J-Lo okay. has done many rom-coms. She, like Simone said, like she understands this very well. And she's a fan of the rom-com. Like that's why she's done so many. So I don't see how like, it's like riding a bike to her. Like she would have done this in her sleep. Like, well, Will, Will Smith has done many uh, action movies, many a- uh, But uh, The Matrix uh, isn't, it's an action movie, but it has a lot of depth to it. And honestly, like so far, Will Smith's movies don't have have a lot of depth to it and he struggles uh, with that and I, will, and I will interject with that that like 
have you have you seen Independence Day? Have you seen? Yes, they're doing this whole like, season. Like, <laughs> have you have you seen? Independence Day has depth. Like, have you seen? Like, like the Matrix of like, hey, like we are living in this like fantasy world, and these are the real people who are alive and who knows what's going on in reality. Like, the Independence Day is not that deep. Like, aliens wanted to take over Earth, and America's like, fuck no. And like, the hot dad from Casper's like, not in my America. Not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like, I guess those two parallels of character character archetypes versus the people that play them. And I think J-Lo would have brought J-Lo to this role as opposed to Will Smith. And also like juxtaposing Will Smith bringing Will Smith to the Matrix. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think he would have been Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like, I think J-Lo yeah. is a great person, actress, fucking phenom, but she would have brought J-Lo to this movie. And yeah. I think it would have been like, uh, I, slightly, I slightly still disagree because I think that Will is worse at that than J-Lo. Like, I, I feel like when we did J-Lo, like, the amount of times so far this season we've been like, Will was good. He, Will Smith, his way through this. Like, he's just charming, charismatic, funny, goofy, like, all those things. And it works. And it's great. But, yeah. like, it, it's very hard to, like, talk about his performances because they feel kind of very, like, similar. Whereas, like, Jennifer Lopez, early on in her career, there was so much variety and so many, like, and she didn't start out at the top. Will, like, kind of ascended into his movie career very easily. And so we had to watch her in, like, small roles, not that not that important characters and try to like kind of steal some of the spotlight and when she finally did get leading roles like she knew what to do with it and I think like like I said like doing a rom-com would have been like sleepwalking for her like she mm-hmm. could have done this with her eyes closed like okay I mean, I mean, and I get what you're saying in terms of like you're gonna see like oh, okay this is Will Smith and Jennifer Lopez in a movie like yeah during the like, rom-com uh, well, not Closer? Owen. Closer? Not Clyde Owen. Um, Gerard Butt Cheeks? No. Fucking, <laughs> the one she's fucking right now. Um, like, which one? Uh, nose guy. Bradley Cooper? Oh, oh Cumberbatch. Owen Wilson? Oh, 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 Owen Wilson. Wow. Owen Wilson? Hey, yeah, marry me. Owen Wilson and, and J-Lo. I'm like, I don't want to see that movie. Because <laughs> it's good. Owen Wilson and J-Lo. And I'm like, eh. I don't want to see this. Mary Me is an unfair comparison because she plays a pop star. So that's actually the first movie since Selena. She actually is like leaning into like her kind of alter ego, like other career. I haven't seen it yet, but I want. Fair it. enough. I and, it. I, and I and I and I look. I I I totally get J Lo stands. I'm not shitting on J Lo. I I'm giving her her props. I'm just saying for this movie in particular, I don't think it would have hit as hard for me if J Lo was in it. I think that for me, as a and black as a, it, as a black man, being like, "Hey, how do I figure this out?" This is the rom com that that takes me to the other place. Whereas J Lo would have kind of been like, "Oh, I this is that kind of why J Lo though? Like, what? What? I don't know. She's I, not I, who you 
like been like you know seeing will dress like that talk like that like carry himself like that that's what inspired you right not i know you relate to sarah's character but like i still would have had this characteristic i love sarah as like not being that pop star icon like i don't want her to be that If, if I may, is it because of like the blank slate that kind of comes with Eva Mendez's name? Not that she's a nobody, but she right. was not as big of a name as Jennifer Lopez is. Because we've, we've talked about that too, Bria, that unfortunately yeah. with her name comes this inherent bias that some people have like, no, I'm not going to see it because it's JLo because they already think it's going to be bad. Um, or they just don't like her as an artist or whatever their deal is. And I'm not saying that that's how you feel, Joe. But with Eva Mendez comes this like fresh. Like we all said, we haven't really seen her in very much. Like we don't have a lot. And because she's just an actress um, Mm -hmm. that she didn't have this like, because by 2005, that's when we get J-Lo, Jenny from the block, like this whole personality that comes with being Jennifer Lopez, um, that a li- some people got kind of sick of at that time, that it felt like they were being beat over the head with this like JLo persona. So I, I, I can under, I understand, or I mean, you can also correct me if I'm wrong with filling in the blanks there. And yeah, like yes and no, because I feel like I, I did get hit in the head with blah, 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 and I was like, and I, I totally understood that. And I was like, all right, cool, great. That's that's fine. I respect you for being the artist that you are. But if you're going to bring into this rom-com situation, now I'm, I'm taking more. I'm taking more out of it because you're a part of it. I don't I don't even know. I like I. I think Simone hit it on the head. I just think a lot comes it's with hard to J-Lo separate and it's hard to separate. Else. Yeah. Maybe and even Mendez is just I honestly I don't know because maybe it is because if you were to put J Lo into Hitch, I'd be like, I fucking hate this movie. You know, like I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I I I don't I honestly what? I don't I don't fucking know. Like because it maybe it would have given it a spin on something that I didn't feel like was real. Whereas like, maybe like, and like you guys are right, like maybe you're like, hey, Will, like kind of, maybe he takes the whole movie. Maybe he takes over the entire essence of what we feel is like the, the energy. The, like he said, he sapped the energy of the movie. So yeah. like someone else is there, like pulling for, um, I guess, viability, then it's like, well, I don't want to see this movie. Fuck the shit, I'm out. And, and I do agree with you there. Like, this is clearly Will Smith's movie um, versus when you see typical box titles of other romantic comedies. It's fairly 50-50 where they'll have both leading roles on the cover. And yeah. for most of the covers for this and promotion for this, it's just Will Smith on his own. Maybe Will Smith and Kevin James. That's but And Eva Mendez is not, I mean, she's definitely part of the movie. She's third build, I think, but she's not the like second leading role next right. to the main character versus right. other 
how to lose a guy in 10 days it's clearly matthew mcconaughey and there's no leaning poster here even in that's right they're not leaning (laughs) they're not you know pulling him in by his tie you know like sweet home alabama is reese witherspoon's movie like that's her by herself sweet home alabama and then shoot then we have the secondary character so it's um I think that's also to kind of plays a part of it. And for a guy lead in a romantic comedy, it puts it almost in this like weird othered category as well, because in the interviews that we've watched, Will keeps on saying, this is more of a comedy than it is a rom-com. Like you get more comedy. And I'm wondering if he's saying that to try to mass appeal to more people that it's not a chick flick. It's not this. Like, everyone's going to find a little something, something for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dub him Mr. Mainstream now. After that makes sense. I'm sorry. Like, if I, if I feel like I, I no. can't. Like, no, not offensive at all. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're unreasonable. I'm not a J-Lo hater. I fucking love J-Lo. <laughs> I think she's amazing. She's very talented. Like, I just felt like if. if you just that, had a lot of opinions. You just love this movie and that's okay. I love this movie so much. And like, if I felt like if you just dropped in J-Lo as opposed to Allegra, I'd be like, "Uh." or or even Evan or like anybody. Like if you dropped in another. If you drop in Holly Berry to Hitch, how do you feel? I still don't like it. Still don't like it. I just like, I'm like, eh. I would I would venture to say because the like you said Simone like the woman's really not that important in this movie yeah so it doesn't need to be like that kind of double build type of caliber of actress so maybe it was like great that they cast it Eva Mendez in that she is kind of more of a blank slate in that way but um, that's also kind of why I gave it three and a half instead of four because like I really wish that that like kind of second to third act that Sarah wasn't so shitty like and I was like oh this is how this works yeah oh this is how this works because initially I was like okay Hitch is slimy he's helping these dudes get the women of their dreams and lying and, and by any means necessary but like you said his redeeming quality is that he has a conscience he has morals he's like I'm not doing this just to get men laid like I want them to actually find love and real connections and to be themselves at the end of the day whereas here this bitch is just <laughs> you know gossip reporter spreading anything she's kind of slimy too yes yeah. not checking her sources her facts like calling him a liar standing on that when he's like pouring his heart out and she's just like well yes yeah, see uh-huh like trying he to turned hold around up. three times at that speed dating thing to get the last word in which i thought was really interesting and he would like go off and be like and another thing i never took him in as a client and another thing. <laughs> and then i think that you <laughs> i was just like oh we we have thoughts after thoughts i love that yeah but like her not listening to him she, and, she wasn't yeah and all that like it's and like even, a role reversal rom-com. Yes. And so 
like all of that to say like this that's probably why Jayla she's like well no. I know you save people in your movies but so do I baby like I'm not the bitch <laughs> like <laughs> you're not gonna catch me uh slipping in that in she that was arena. already a bitch and shall we dance that was like the most standoffish we'd ever seen her but she's redeemed because we find out like her issues and whatnot but like here it's like it's very brushed over at the end, Sarah's, like, holdups and hangups. Like, we don't have any, yeah. like, oh, when I was in getting my PhD, this guy I dated, like, I thought I was going to marry him. Kind of like in The Wedding Planner when yeah. we know she had a failed fiancé and her fiancé left her for that one chick. And she's like, oh, this is why I'm all single and whatnot. Like, we don't have that moment with Sarah where... It's like, oh, okay, that's why you're like that. It's just like, that's just, she's just like that. <laughs> like, and yeah, Hitch, sure. <laughs> Hitch was able to shake that up. But, like, I, I wish we had, like, something to, like, go on in terms of, like, why she was such a workaholic and not interested in dating and men. Um, I'm addicted to shopping, y'all. <laughs> the second <laughs> side of the story, Sarah's shopping addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Shop? Did you say shopping? Yeah, shopping addiction. So she can't like she has to keep working all the time, and she can't date back. She's oh, like, she can't. That's her backstory. Nah, is that she's, she's a shopaholic, and that's why she works so much, and that's how she can afford that gorgeous apartment with oh, I, by herself. Let, yeah, let's talk about their apartments because I loved her like loft type of deal, and then I love his high tech ass like fancy apartment. Was yeah, amazing. that was fun. The bachelor pad was cool. That too, her storming into that date, like she could have easily just I been said, like. That was the most awkward salad toss I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen <laughs> some salad tosses in my day, baby. Oh my god! Just she could have eh. easily walked in and been like, "Hey, look, I think we need to talk. Like, I know." that you're not just some marketing guy. I know that you're the dating doctor or whatever. Yeah. And she acts like a child. Yeah. She had a tantrum. That's exactly what she did. I'm going to chug like, half of the Spanish wine down and then I'm going to be a bitch and throw <laughs> shit around your house. I got to I'm like, she's like, I'm like, damn, you got drunk very quickly from that chug. Of I know. Wine. And God bless him. He was kind of doing his best to me. Like, anyways, I'm gonna go check on the risotto. Or like, you good? You know? And like, we're yeah. not here tonight. The risotto's burnt, right? Now. <laughs> Rip to that. Sorry to that risotto. I bet you it was good. I bet it was. you it was. And if if a man hasn't cooked you risotto, odds are you've watched Top Chef or, <laughs> or you know, a cooking show where it's like, or um, what's that Gordon Ramsay show? Um, Kitchen. Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, yeah. the risotto. I had the, when we went to Hell's Kitchen in Tahoe, I had to get the risotto. What's yeah, you did get risotto. I did. It was good. Did I get risotto? I feel you got like some, I got. like, lamb, baby. I did, but I think I got, like, the lobster. You got the lobster risotto, risotto and then yes. I got, like, the vegan scallops, which were just oyster mushrooms that were pan-seared. Yes. Mm, delicious. <laughs> um, All any, right. Anything else that we want to tear apart? Or... No, not really. I just, I'm glad that 
as rom-coms continue to be made in this day and age, I'm glad that we're moving farther away from stereotypes or we'll go back and like make fun of stereotypes. I liked how Hitch broke the fourth wall and spoke directly into the camera, gave me gave us a little like Ferris Bueller's day off moment. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's 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 pretty much it for me. We did besides Ellis Island, we did not talk about besides my opening line, like the lovely date where he gets and besides you bitching about her boss, the lovely date where he gets the oh. allergic reaction. That like was that, pretty funny. That Benadryl yes. cock he's just sipping on it like a Capri Sun on his way out. Which yes. it, folks, that's not how quick allergy medicine works. Take someone to the hospital. It happened to me before. Like, I, I give people this reference and be like, hey, if I stay out in the sun for too long, that's what happens to me. You ever Damn. seen it? I look like that. Yeah. I swell up like a fucking balloon. It's not pretty. You said one second you were like, um, like slides on. Yeah, I had, sand, I had sandals on. Sandals. I had sandals on and the, you couldn't see the sandals anymore. You're like a unicorn, Joe. A black person who's allergic to the sun? Yep. And watermelon. And watermelon. <laughs> yeah. I'm allergic to all melon. Honeydew, fucking... Are you allergic to fried chicken? No, I can okay. eat that. Come on. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. Honeydew, watermelon, and cantaloupe. I'm allergic. Well, those all suck anyways, watermelon. Yeah, those are like old people. I mean, I've also <laughs> had all of them, and I'm not, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I love watermelon. I'm like, eh. Watermelon's good, but like honeydew and cantaloupe can fuck right off, man. Yeah, yeah, like, they're not good. They're not good. They make Tasteless. you break out. They're, they're the mom melons. Those are the melons your mom's like, oh, I got a honeydew. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, it, oh, honeydew, it's always fucking under, under, it's not right. It's hard and it tastes it's flavorless. Like I can't even tell those bitches apart. I'm like, which one's the green one? Honeydew's green, <laughs> cantaloupe is orange. Okay. <laughs> But I only remember that from the Muppets because Professor Honeydew is green. He's the guy who hangs out with Beaker. See, representation matters. They both make my throat close and I don't fuck. So, yeah. I do want to say, though, that I did cackle at the lady at the, like, that was my, like, most audible laugh was, like, at the the wedding. No, the lady oh. at the speed dating who was like, I haven't gotten laid in a year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, lady, calm down. For her. I'm like, everyone shut up so this woman can get some. That, okay. was, that was a very 40-year-old version moment. Yeah, it was. It was a very, like, like a lot every- of, like, similarities to this movie. Yeah. The reason why I like 40-year-old version, I'm like, oh, this is just enhanced in that moment. I'm like, oh, the speed dating, the fucking... You know, just the whole awkwardness. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. 40 Virgin. Maybe that's why you wanted Steve Carell in a uh, place of. Uh, in, in place of. Yeah. 40 Virgin. Yeah, yeah I, wanted that. I wanted this to be 40 Virgin. Like, like they can both exist recast. together. I was going to say, you recast have this. both. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, recast this as Steve Carell in place of Kevin James. I know, I still think it works with Kevin James, honestly. <laughs> But I, I, I mean, I see similarities in both those characters. Like, it's the characteristics. It's not the, you know, the look or the feel. Like, I, th- I feel like you can interchange. Like, you could put Kevin James in 40-year-old virgin. It will still be just as funny. Because yeah. it's the circumstances. It's, yeah. it's yeah. the situation. Situational comedy is, like, the bee's knees to me. Like, I, I, <laughs> I fucking live for that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. This is the situation. Oh, like, that poker game? Holy fuck. 
Mm. We're getting off topic, but that's that's my shit. And I've never seen the forty-year-old version. What? Yeah, I've only I've always seen the Kelly Clarkson like thing, and and I'm not a huge comedy person. If you listen to the show, you know that. Like, I am a romantic or drama type gal, so like, I'm not. I need to be invested. Like, I will watch a comedy, but like, to sometimes I feel like I I don't relate to a lot of like white comedies sometimes. So I'm like, that's fair. Uh, like I, I guess this is funny. Or comedies are funnier to me when I'm with people. Watching yeah. a comedy by myself is just like, is this? Oh, it's just me. I guess that's funny. But oh, if you're with yeah. people, like you know, the contagious when, laughter. Yeah, and that's when you can pick up on like, um, you know, now all of a sudden you're quoting shit to each other because like you both like cracked up at it together or something yeah. or Before maybe I, I don't understand comedy like maybe i need a guide and i'm like oh yeah okay i get it now like, is when you laugh <laughs> <laughs> like i okay well the first time i watched Step Brothers, i didn't like it because mm-hmm. it was the crowd that i watched it with and same thing with um the high movie the high old sarah marshall and the high movie oh pineapple express pineapple express i was like these aren't funny <laughs> And now we, there are staples there in are our households yeah. because they're funny. so fucking funny. And like, she's like, <laughs> literally, Julie is the most funny person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and I, I said that to my agent and we're our agent now. And I was like, you are the, she's the most funny person. Okay, she was like, we'll watch them and that's why you like this movie together. Uh, we watched them together because they're fucking hilarious. But yeah. we laugh together. We, we fucking like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, and like that's going off that, like that's the reason why it's like, oh, you watch these movies to to find that funny bone with each other, to find yeah. that funny with that crowd. Yeah, exactly. Even like hearing someone else like laugh at something stupid, I'm like, that's funny to me. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's what that about? You know, I yeah. I did like the kiss scene too. Did you know that that was kind of improv? improvised as well like that wasn't planned in the script like they kind of just came up with that on the fly oh the Kevin James Will Smith kiss yeah and and so they didn't plan to do that so they were they had to knock on like all of those brownstones and get permission and of course the one they knock on is Sarah Jessica Parker yeah and she agrees for them to shoot it on her uh brownstone steps so fun fact there but like that kiss thing was i think funny and it shows will smith's growth and maturity because from six degrees of separation he's like i ain't kissing but even so i wish that like even when kevin james had went in like the full 100 and kissed him he would I still feel like he acted like a little like no homo, no homo, no homo, and like pushed him <laughs> off a little bit. I kind yeah. of wish that he was like like he would have like rated him on the kiss and been like, yeah, it was like a little quick for me. Like next time, like take your time, but <laughs> like don't joke do about, it. Yeah, yeah, like don't yeah. take your time on me, but like to you know, I, I but I I do agree that that shows growth. Yeah, I actually thought that the whole setup for that was that, like, the paparazzi were going to be following Albert and be like, oh, and then that's how she was going to find out about Hitch and be like, what is this? Like, and I thought you didn't know him. And so I thought they, like, somebody was going to get a candid photo of them kissing and it was going to be like, (laughs) but that would have been funny, actually. (laughs) 
that's just my like scandalous mind. But yeah. I I thought that was a, clearly another like physical comedy moment that was good. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think of. I feel like we're not doing this movie justice, but it's just good. It's solid. It's a solid rom com. Like yeah. I definitely it's in my rom-com rotation probably now yeah and i wouldn't say there's anything like harmful about the nature that could be i mean sure there's like elements that may not hold up or maybe a little like cheesy or outdated but for the most part out of all of the rom-coms that are out there like this is pretty harmless and pretty like straightforward for a movie how would we feel about a hitch too no if it's not broke don't fix it yeah I'll take it. I'll take this as is. I mean, I feel like I literally based my entire college career off of Will Smith's character in this movie in particular, and she can attest to that. It's I was talking about with the internet hitch too. You're like, I think I'll go back to grad school and I'm trying to do all, <laughs> all over again. Yeah. Like, nope. 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 Can't do this again. Um, oh boy. I really hope there's no hitch too then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a few things. Derek Lawrence at Entertainment Weekly has an article, Why Hitch is the Greatest Rom-Com of All Time, and he closes it out with pitching a hitch, too. And I hate his idea, but I wouldn't be terribly upset at a hitch, too. Um, but Can I be in it? What if it was, like, a hitch to Me Too? So it's, like, how to pick up a woman after the rape of the Me Too movement. <laughs> Hitch hashtag two. I mean, the reason... And- Sorry, Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, um, but going back to something Joe mentioned earlier is like, you know, we're kind of over the reboots and remakes and stuff. But like, I would love for them to just... this. You can steal this premise. That's fine. I'm okay with movies. T- like, that's where movie stereotypes and tropes come from. Oh, we've seen this. It's just like, you know, remixed a little bit. And I would love to see a dating coach guy do this but in the app age where like you know get rid of the fish pictures guys like we don't need the fish picture don't put pictures where you're at a wedding with a bunch of people don't put pictures with your guy friend who's cuter than you or your girlfriend who's cuter than you like fish people or or sunglass like everyone looks good with a pair of ray-bans so don't fuck it up Yeah. yeah don't put in your bio oh go on a date to get to know me instead of like putting interesting yeah. stuff about yourself like i think that would be very interesting yeah i don't get what what's fish people oh, oh guys, like a guy that holds a fish that he caught there's so many there's pictures. a lot so like a white man holding a dead fish yeah or a white man holding a dead rhino being like I killed this thing. Why would that be your In the South, picture? that gets girls. We don't know. That's some what we're girls asking. like. Like, so, I mean, girls who do like that, or, or boys, whoever, people who are like the outdoors type who like to go camping, maybe are like, I oh. caught this trap. Yeah, in North okay, Cal, you get lots catch. of hiking pictures, you know, of people on hikes all the time. Yeah. I mean, take. It'd be, it'd be more impressive if, like, they're like punching a bear. And the bear like punching them back, and you're taking a fucking slap from a bear. It's like you didn't die. It's like no, I didn't die. I got this scar right here though. Like yeah. that would be more impressive, honestly. 
It's like I fought a bear and I and I'm here. Yeah, I'm here to talk about it. To tell mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I'm here to talk about this thing, Revenant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that would be more impressive. Just saying. Hashtag Do Leo that. G on the apps. Okay. Just Leo yeah. G on the apps. He's like, like, I'm sorry, did you spend the night in a hollowed out horse carcass? I think not. He doesn't even have to flex like that. He probably doesn't even have a profile picture. It's just like, it's blank and it's like Leonardo DiCaprio hit me up. (laughs) I'm real. (laughs) You know the deal, dog? (laughs) Been inside of a tauntaun? No, you haven't. Okay, cool. But yeah, I would love to see... um, not a remake or a reboot or a sequel, but just like a movie inspired by this and failure to launch kind of, I thought that probably definitely piggybacked off of Hitch's success of like having like some guru help people get their shit together. <laughs> like, um, I love to see a movie like this, but not ending the way we think it's going to end. Like I want to see that. I don't know why I'm like a glutton for punishment and like, Rom-coms. I know like I love like 500 Days of Summer kind of endings where it's like you you think that they're gonna end up together and then she's like nope and you're like ah shit that sucks I guess I gotta go do this other thing she's like yeah, yeah you gotta do this other thing and grow as a person and like yeah I'll grow as a person all right cool later and then boom that's that's the end that's yeah it. it's a surprise it sweeps the rug under you from under your feet you know what i mean like it catches you off guard for sure but i think in like the movie the average movie goer they're like looking for that Fuck them. and i'm with you man I'm, I'm not i'm not saying it has to be one way or another but yeah no, i think but, it's so painful dramatic people go to the movies that, like relax fuck them i don't care well then, you can make your own sandwiches. They can go eat it. They can eat, it, uh, they can eat a bag of sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, like you want it to be some depressing ending, but like it doesn't have to be a depressing ending. It has to be a real ending. But I don't want the real world. I have that every day. So yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I want to see uh, Ethan Hawke kill some kids. Okay, that want to get out of the sad world. Okay? Well, here's the deal on that. It's okay. like. That, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what indie movies are for, or to push the indie envelope. movies are and, the ones that are like, yeah. What if we just erase each other's memories? Ah. The seventy million dollar male-led rom-coms rom-com. not going to completely still, break the mold. That like, was still a rom-com. I mean, but they ended up together at the end. Eternal Sunshine, they end up together at the end because they're like somehow meant to be because he said in their like last breath of memory, he's like, meet me in Montauk. And she's like, I'm supposed to be on this bus on this like train to Montauk, but I don't know why. And then they like fresh slate meet each other again for the first time and it ends up working out right like but yeah i'm i'm still need to be convinced more for 500 maybe i just need to watch it again 100 is like the quintessential rom-com okay well we're gonna be watching it and i'll tell you how many times i laugh because it's gonna be low i guarantee you'll laugh in a lot but i'm like what am i doing right now in the scene in the scene after they hook up okay sure I'll, i'll see it i'll check it out with all the fucking like anim- animatronics and and animation, that's pretty fucking funny. It's just funny for everyone. I need you to make a YouTube video of y- you pitching why these are rom coms. I think you've got I'm a, a solid that. debate going here. <laughs> I love that. I will. I will create a whole ass YouTube. Be like, yep, yeah, 
These are rom coms. These are not. I like hope no one follows the channel. <laughs> they will follow it. I hope no one they follows your channel. They will follow my channel. <laughs> I, I, usually, I usually support they're like, what we, you're doing, but they're like, we only follow it. you for Magic the Gathering. Yeah, like, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Stupid movie. This is dumb. I don't like this take. Well, anyway, and you're wrong. <laughs> I can never be wrong if it's an opinion. True, but if you have a bad opinion, you might be. It's my opinion. Listen, I mean, we have two shirts today. We have Rom Calm the Fuck Down and I Can Never Be Wrong Because It's an Opinion shirt. <laughs> I think that's it. Bria, I need, that we, we need to go on Redbubble right now and put like <laughs> J-Lo. It's, we love J-Lo and it's not wrong because it's an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. That's my opinion. It's my right. opinion. <laughs> Um, All right, let's wrap it up. Snack and cocktail. Yes. Hey. All right. Uh, for me, originally, I looked up a Benadryl-inspired cocktail, but then I realized that mixing Benadryl with alcohol was an actual thing, which I'm not okay with because that will really fuck you up. So I'm going to step away from that era, and I'm just going to go a nice lobster and wine. Shellfish and a nice wine. Yeah. Oh Risotto and uh, Spanish wine. I mean, perfect. Or a hot dog at the next game. Like. Oh, hot dog. I'm going to say that my drink of choice is going to be a martini because I'm just a gal. On That's team. classy. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a gal on the go who just needs to get on a jet ski at 7 a.m. Like, to games. <laughs> so I think that, like, the snack for the movie is going to be a raw trout because I'm just on. <laughs> You, I get a trout. You definitely <laughs> are winning the snack grossness. I'm on the go. I'm even Mendez. I have like stories to cover. I have no time to date, but I go to the bar by myself. Weird. And yeah. I go on a drink of martini. Her friend, her friend was coming to meet her. Okay, but still, like, if I was that busy, like Simone just come over with some cheese. I have a bottle of wine. No problem. I have so Why much are we wasting cheese? our time going out like to the bar? Like I'm like on the go so hard I can't meet anyone. Because like, that's what you do when you're a working girl. You get a martini at the bar, gray goose. You're a working girl. <laughs> Okay, also, like, my martini has, like, five olives, so I'm a bad bitch, and then it had a little a wash with a trout that I ate from the jet ski. You no. just reach into the ocean one-handed, and then you just, like... <laughs> but from the Hudson? Are you really trusting that A trout diaper trout? <laughs> this stomach is a steel trap, because I've had so much... Is it? It no, Julie. <laughs> There's so many microplastics in that trout. Talking <laughs> about a bum being a steel trap. No. Okay. So everyone knows that um, they don't even know. That's fine. Yeah, but what's your snack and drink? Oh, uh, a charcuterie board and a uh, whiskey old fashioned. Oh, classy. classy. With the velvet blazer here, I feel. Oh like. yeah, with a little corduroy blazer, velvet. Oh, thousand percent. Uh, yeah, like crushed red velvet blazer, maybe purple uh, blazer with a. Uh, That's the Benadryl blazer. Benadryl <laughs> blazer with a with a band tee and some uh, nice. Uh, I don't know, like like jeans are like. You got to do the raw uh, denim. You can't tell if they're they're denim or if they're just like real tight, nice. Oh, they're like sports coats of denim. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, coat of denim. 
<laughs> I guess shoes don't really matter because the place is going to be so dark. But if you're going to... Shoes gonna, matter. You know, shoes matter. That's one of the first things he did to that one guy. He was like, you got the shoes? They hot, right? Like He was like, yeah, I don't really think... Hey, look, it's not... These are You bought the shoes, right? They're your shoes. They are your like thing. All right. <laughs> so. what, if, what if they're Yeezys? And Wait, I thought we were talking about shoes. What if they're the what if they're the bread Yeezys? Uh, no. No. God damn. You can't wear three fifties with a suit. Like I, don't... I mean it's not a suit. Not a suit. Anyway. It's a blazer. That's you're making your dad shoeing the Yeezy. Like at that point, just wear the seven hundreds. They are a dad shoe. Like you're right. I don't know what that means, man. They're they're model sneaker. Anyways, I forgot though. One point. The end. They have this amazing Soul Train line. Oh, but yes. also, yes. He was yes. like at our wedding. I'm like, fuck. Yes, absolutely. But that was also, fun. the granny in on the in on the in thing, on the not, tricks. Yeah, I was not prepared for that when she did her little like wink with Hitch. I was like. Uh, like, That's the sidekick I need. Because right. Hitch needed to redeem himself. He's like, I fucked over this friend with this like asshole dude that slept with her. He's like, I gotta make this right. So he's like, Granny, I'm gonna need you to pretend choke on this. She's and like, she's like, choke me, Daddy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I've gagged many a time. <laughs> <laughs> I've gagged many a black ball in my day. No problem. <laughs> Oh my god, it was like a truffle. <laughs> black balls in my brain. <laughs> like black or the berries. I've done it all, baby. I've done it all on camera. It takes her little dentures out. She's like, excuse me. <laughs> but I, I, I did love that part of the ending. So. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty cute. Oh, and I didn't like the whole um, when he was like spilling his heart out to her at her apartment and then homeboy came and he was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, we're leaving. Like, you're too late kind of thing. And then it's like her brother-in-law. I'm like, somebody could have said something that whole time. But then he wouldn't have had his like, let me jump on the car and be like, he can't love you like I love you kind of thing. Not that I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you, Bria. I think that like, I was like, well, they could have set, saved themselves 30 minutes worth of hassle if she if he would have been like, I'm not dating her. I'm her brother-in-law yeah he was just like i think he was kind of like i'm gonna let him like defend himself a little bit and like make an ass yeah. out of him let yeah him, let him spill his beans that's fine mm-hmm. i think that's okay i mean i th- i th- i still think you could have had the mini cooper moment <laughs> <laughs> that sounds romantic i love a mini cooper but... why is it be a big spectacle <laughs> Because it needs to be. No, it doesn't. It needs I think to it's be more meaningful when it's private. Do you think New Yorkers are going to stop and, like, watch? you think they're going to be like, get the fuck off the street? You're, you're stopped in the middle of the street. I'm walking here. Also, they were in, like, the nicest part of New York the whole movie. Like, they were in Soho and shit. Like, just beautiful, like, lofts and buildings. No rats to be seen. But I think you still could have had that chase down moment, even if he knew it was her brother-in-law. Like, yeah, she's going on vacation. So, like, this is your time to shoot your shot. Like, she's going to go to an island or something. Or the Hamptons. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I I was just like, what? That's her brother-in-law. This whole time he was, like, just sitting there, like, 
you're not gonna get like i don't know he's not gonna get it either dude you're the brother-in-law like right like he was cock blocking for no reason (laughs) but okay yeah i think that's all i got so let's wrap this bad boy up let's Um, do it bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do other will smith movie (laughs) we're the next bad boys is bad boys for life because we've already done one and two I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that one. Neither you haven't seen we. what? I haven't seen Bad Boys for Life. Oh, me neither. Okay, no before... judgment. <laughs> we ride together, we die together. And before we say goodbye, Julie and Joe, if you want to tell the listeners where they can find you, do you want to give yourselves a little shout out? Oh, sure. You can find me on Instagram at JulieCGXO. And yeah. Getting lit nice. with Julie. Julie oh, also has a fun little also- side hustle. Oh, yeah, I have like a little candle making sitch, uh, getting lit with Julie. I think that's my handle. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes, uh, check me out on there too. Um, can make you a custom candle with Will Smith's face on it if you'd like. Yeah. I really Ooh. can. So just Ooh. ask me. Ooh. And for you, sir. Ooh. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me, y'all. This has been a pleasure. Once again, please have me back. I want to talk about more Will Smith movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Black Needle underscore on all the things, social media, TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all the things. And also, um, you can catch me at Tabletop Jocks uh, on YouTube. And we have a lot of nerdy things like Magic Gathering, Dungeons and & Dragons, and War Games, TCRPGs, all the nerdy stuff. Uh, I am a blurred uh for content creating and also an actor. So yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Support your friends and their hustles and their uh, goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone, thank you again for listening to this week's episode and to the people who've stuck with us so far. Don't choke on that Benadryl. Come back to <laughs> the Longs version of the Sex <laughs> inside the actor studio oh my god (laughs) oh my gosh but seriously if you like us enough to understand that reference uh stick and stick around take another deep dive down this imdb rabbit hole as we discuss will smith in the emotional and oscar contender film the pursuit of happiness Oh, yes, and we've got another guest for that, our girl from the Everything 90s podcast, Shalina. So that should be fun. Yes, girl. Yes. And on that note, if you've got nothing better to do, go figure out a theme to watch a bunch of movies you've never seen. I'm your host, Simone. Uh, Subscribe to this blessed mess. Even if you have a shell allergy, we'll promise that we're not going to make you eat it. Leave us a like if you're into it. And I'm your host, Bria, and it would be awesome for you to maybe climb out of that vat of butter if you're hanging with Joe and wipe off that buttery body at that point and give us a review. Follow us at Roll Call Pod on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and my kind of favorite, Twitter. So- oh, my God. <laughs> like Twitter, is, it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's rough. It's it's rough. It's funny at times. It's rough. Stan Twitter is crazy. I, d- I don't understand you guys sometimes. But yeah. And this has been another episode of... Bum, 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 bum. Roll call. Bum, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.